kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. <laughs> Welcome, Tim. This is uh, this is torturing Tim with Joel Dixon. Welcome, Tim. Are you ready to be tortured? I'm ready. Let's go. Are you ready for all the? I've got a bit of stuff this week. We've had a bit of a delay. We've had a we bit had of a, a delay. Delay. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about your uh, raspy voice. Yeah. So I caught AIDS. Um, did you have the? Um, did you ring Anthony Fauci and get the old uh, AZT? A bit of AZT, yeah. Oh, Tim, so, I'm talking to a ghost at the moment. Tim's dead. So yeah, well that was this the, is AI. Tim. No, well the problem is I took AZT. Yeah, and I, I fucked out did even, you, again. Did you? Okay, even more. Who I, have you been fucking, dudes? Have you been no monkeys. Some, oh monkeys, yeah, yeah, monkey fucker. Yeah, Timmy the monkey fucker. <laughs> TMF. I knew that Tim's. He's. I knew he couldn't be as squeaky clean as he is. I knew he must have some skeleton. Yeah, and his yeah. skeleton is, is fucking monkeys. His fucking Wuhan. Wuhan lab monkeys. Yeah, I was. You got um, the bot. You got the bot. I've had a rough, rough couple of weeks. Because we we recorded uh, the first was um, pre preview two weeks ago. Yep. And then we did a podcast straight after that, and that one came out yesterday. And then I did my little quick and dirty NRL one last week, but we totally missed last week because you, I spoke to you on the phone. You sound like Darren Lockyer. Yeah. So was that? So did you? Did you, was that raspy voice you had? Was that the tail end of what you had or the start? Middle. There was a middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fucking terrible. Couple of weeks. I. This is this is the health check. This is the mental and physical yep. health check. Yeah. I. Injured my shoulder yep. at jiu-jitsu. At, okay. Yep. Who, who injured? How, how did it happen? Um, not warming up and just drilling. Okay. I was drilling something and I felt it sort of go ping. And then Ooh. a week later, we we had a bit of a, there was a competition coming up. Yeah. So we had a bit of a competition. We've been doing some competition classes and just I was sort of a body to help out the young dudes who are competing. Yeah. Um, and then just after that night, one of them. I, the next morning I was fucking, I could barely lift my shoulder. I was like, oh no. So what, what, what's, what do you think the injury is without well, being I don't know what physio? To, I don't know what to call it, but it, I've done it probably 10 times over my life. I've had that shoulder and it feels, you can't lift oh, it right yeah, up. So yeah, is it that? You can't yeah, lift it up. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it usually takes a couple of weeks to come right. Yeah. But anyway, so so no jujitsu. So that's where the mental health thing comes in. I was like, fucking hell! I just I love going there, and it so sucks you, that I couldn't this go is there. all this is all three out of ten so far. Oh fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and then I got yeah. Then I got I felt a little bit run down. I was like, yeah, something something's off. But I pushed through, and I went to I went to work anyway, and. Fuck! It was, it was sort of flowy. Honestly, it was probably COVID because it felt. It felt. Didn't you? Did you not test? Well, Tim. you don't test, you never know. But it felt very. <laughs> it felt very similar to the time. How many you, but you, you're had up to, to date with your boosters. Boosted. I've had twenty. How many boosters have you had? Yeah, 20, 20, 22. Oh, good. I was surprised that all the boosters didn't work for you, mate. Yeah. So um, it felt exactly the same as when I did have it a couple of years ago. Yeah. But just like mental fog, I was fucked. Oh, I was so fucked at nights. So, like I was, I was doing the hot sweats, cold sweats. You been shit. in the sauna? Yeah, man. Yeah, I was getting, Do you think it helped? Yeah, it, was, it must have helped. Yeah, it was good because yeah. I felt I when I was sweating out in the sauna, I felt really good. Yeah, you'd be getting but all then, the, fucking, dude, you get all just, the Anthony Fauci ouchies oh, out. Just get it out of me. Getting all uh, Peter Dazak's little lab <sighs> demons out of you. That is, if you believe that it was a lab leak. 
If Some you, people don't think viruses even exist. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, so then so I. So when did you come right? So then that was the week. That then I got. Then I got raspy on that Thursday. I spoke to you on the Thursday. You and were like, I said you were like you said you're out. And I was you sounded like, like I, I know this I, is a I, very I this is not very, that I talk much on here anyway. No, no. Well, like, we'll get to that now. I thought maybe you burst your boiler on right. We'll get to Rosie's okay, podcast we'll soon. Back. But I thought maybe the about you talked on that. Maybe you're not up to that too much talk. Maybe I'm doing you a favour not letting you talk. <laughs> so I is that, did this all happen after you were on Rosie's pod? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so so I was ra- I was super raspy. So you blew you blew your lo- blew barely, your load. Yeah, I could barely that. talk. So I was like, we can't do that. We can't. You sound do it like Darren Lockyer. Yeah, and so then we had that week. We had that Thursday off. Yeah, and then on Saturday I actually felt all right. Yeah, and I I'd done some work. Went to the section. That was good. Yeah, and then on Sunday I <clears throat> I went downhill again, oh, no. and I had no energy. I was oh, like God. moping around. Oh, that's and, not like you. And You're then not a I, had, I had Monday off work. Oh. Crazy, although I did go. I did go to Sumner for two hours to lift some shit in the afternoon. Yeah, just to blow was, the cobwebs out, mate. That's pretty fucked though. Blow the cobwebs um, out. And then just I've just been. Cobos. I've been suffering all week, just slightly getting better every day, every yeah. day, it's every hard. day. When you get older, it's harder, mate. And then we got to Thursday, and we had fucking trackpad. Oh, that's right. We had troubles on the computer. Technical difficulties. So uh, I couldn't. I couldn't even get that pot out because the trackpad on the computer. Um, it was going crazy and y- you turn the computer on and the arrow would just go wherever it wanted and it would just start clicking on shit. So I couldn't edit. Bloody cheap Chinese, bloody, it's all made in China, mate. But I've since, Planned obsolescence, I've since got a mouse. So we're rocking a mouse this, now. You know this is a great segue for time? And I've turned the trackpad off you know, this and is a great, we're back rolling. Great segue? With Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't had a, now, shout out to all our patrons. Haven't had a new patron for a few weeks now. Now this, now with the current Timmy's trackpad um, crisis, be a great time to jump on the even just the five dollar tier. It, it all adds up. Oh shit! And yeah. maybe we could get t- we Timmy's laptop into the because bear in mind Tim is trying to he's he's trying to build a house and he's been unwell, so he's got a lot happening. So any little bit would help, and we could take little Timmy's laptop down, which is essentially the is the podcast laptop. Without that laptop, this thing this ain't happening. So um, get on the old Patreon. There's a link in the Instagram bloody uh, bio there. Oh. It's not like such a fuckwit saying that, <laughs> but it, it is actually true. It's true. True story. True link. True story. True um, link. So so we're back on track. So you're, the computer's today, back. You're I'm, back today. I feel fantastic. Jiu-jitsu? Not yet. No. So How tomorrow. Long? Okay. I need it tomorrow. You're going for the Sunday, uh, the Saturday session. I, like, I need to calm down for, before the Wazers tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, so. yeah, See, yeah. Funny you say that. We did have, the, we just recorded the Warriors podcast. But on that, last week's Warriors game, I worked all day Saturday. Just to try to distract yourself? Kind of on purpose. I, I got home from work on Saturday, which is, for me, is this is very rarely happens. I was under the pump on a Saturday, which I very rarely ever do. Because a wallpaper hanger was coming to do some work on the Tuesday after the Waz Knights game. So on Saturday, I had to set up for the Monday so I could get it all done on the Monday. So I, I didn't get home till about fucking 5.30. And I tell you what, it was the best thing out because it just kept me distracted. So that's you at Jiu-Jitsu tomorrow morning. Yep. Pre-Waz Broncos I'm gonna go, prelim. I'm going to try it. Try to go hard, as hard as yep. fuck, and try to wear myself out and, and just it's a, winter's, and winter's back too. So it's not like you can mow the lawn and trim the hedge or either. Nah, tomorrow's great day. Great yeah. day for open mats. Yeah, come on day. down, everyone. 
You get on down to Axis, right? Yeah. Free ad. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so Tim is back. The laptop's back. I I was always here. Um, and mental. Oh, uh, how's, oh, how's so, your cock and balls? How are they? Are they yeah, okay? No, no, phys, so your cock and ball good? Cock and ball good. Physical, physical good today. Yep, had the yep. best day at work Butthole. today. Butthole's good. Butthole's good, yep. Um, mental health went from a three last week to a fucking nine today. You seem nine. You seem yep. old. Yeah, you're um, old. And it'll, it's going to be 10, He's back. 10 tomorrow night. He's back, bitches. Midnight and, tomorrow and night. Mental health's going to be 10. Oh, yeah. I, 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 we've, yeah, I sniffer. We, we, it's not even really... In my eyes, the, the Waz beating the Bronx is not even really an upset. It's just It's just, just another course, game mate. for us. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, my health, uh, I'm actually good for the most part. Um, I've still been on the moot. Nice. Mostly. Um, I might have had one soup day this week. Yep. Just when I, I think Amy forgot to give me... My uh, low smoke point olive oil. Uh, <laughs> oh, now, I do have a funny story about meat. So one day, uh, it might have been early this week. Well, no, I think because we had because we didn't do a pod last week. It might have been on the show notes since, since last week. Amy, maybe all these. So I've gone. Uh, I've basically gone through meat patty. Next week did sausages. I'm back on the sausages next week again. But then I went meat patty week, sausage week, and then I went meat patty week again, which was last week. So. One of the days I got this, Amy, she she makes she she puts my little plate and my wee knife and fork and my frozen meat patty all in the pan, and I just carry it out to the car in the morning before I go to work. So I get to I get so I work in the morning, and I might have had you know the, the typical thing now is either have a smoothie or scrambled eggs in the morning and my coffee, and then I don't really eat until lunch. I might I I just I may have a little bag of nuts. Just if I need a wee snack, but so, but what this one day, I get all the fucking cooker out, and I get the meat patty out, and I'm like, wow, fucking, I was like, it's got two hundred written on it. I'm like, wow, this is actually made me like a super patty. This is a big one. So I got, it, I get it out, and I put it, I crank the fucking fry pan up, whack the oil in, you know, it's all looking good. Level what surface. What sort of oil? Olive. Okay. Yeah, just a low smoke point olive. <laughs> I need to get some bloody. Uh, I need to get some dripping. Get some eh? fat, mate. I need to get, get some, some dripping, fat. mate. It's bloody a bit cheap of duck fat stuff. or a bit of fucking yeah, a bit a of lard. beef jello, mate. <laughs> so I flop the bloody meat patty, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's a big one. It's really big." I'm like, "Wow, this is a massive patty." So I kind of get my. I, I use actually what I do is I get one of my plastering blades, and I just kind of cross it. I just go line it up. I just go across the top of it, sort of squashing it a bit, so it cooks a bit better, you know. Fucking around with it. And I cook it, cook, cooked up quite well actually. So I get my wee plastic blade, scoop it out of the frying pan, and I plonk it on my plate. And I'm like, wow, this is massive. Fucking Amy's. Jeez, I won't be, I won't, won't need to eat again today. So I buy, I, I cut it up, put it in my mouth. I was like, that's weird. It just tastes like mint. And then it kind of dawned on me, I'm like, this is just mint. <laughs> just 200 grams of mints. 200 grams of mints. So I got home and I'm like, hey, Amy, fucking. You're mate, no fired. Sh- no shit. No shit. After eating that 200 grams of mints, so full. <laughs> Fuck, I was full. I did not think about stopping at the shop on the way home. I might have worked another four hours after I had that meat patty. I probably didn't feel like dinner that night. I got home and I was like, hey, babe, I think um, that patty you gave me it was massive and i think it was just mints and i had 200 on it and she's like oh no 
Oh, that was 200 grams of mince. That's like a whole meal. Was, I'm like, yeah. That was for our dinner. Yeah, that was for That was like nachos. That was like the amount we had for nachos by the time we put the beans and the corn and all the shit in. So, yeah, so we laughed. We laughed about that, that I, I just had a, like 200, 200 gram. Un, like, I don't know what Amy does to meat patties, but she probably, you know, she puts some stuff in it and an egg and whatever to make yeah, it nice. Yeah, egg, they, the, the, the moment I bit into it, I was like, this is, it's just, you imagine just having, a, it's mint, but it's just, <laughs> Plain it looks Jane like mince. a patty. Yeah. No salt, no pepper, no nothing. Oh my God. But it was actually You're okay. fucking, yeah, Joel Peterson here. Yeah, I just had a, just mince, it was a mince, it wasn't a meat patty, it was a mince patty. 200 gram, it was like being at the steak restaurant, a 200 gram steak, but it was a 200 gram mince. Oh, so I'll tell you what, man, 200 grams of mince at 12.30pm, mate, it'll, that'll do you. See you through. You can nearly skip dinner, mate. So that was. So I'm still doing that. Um, we've got all sorts of tidbits. Uh, we're now, we're, we're, this is pretty early. This is a Friday. It's about 6pm. So we can get this done, and then we can I can easily, comfortably get home and watch the Storm v. Panthers prelim tonight. So I've just got a few little mini stories. Um, they might turn into big stories. Uh, there's a bit of a theme with all of them, which is global events. So one isn't, and that was we might so we might as well get this one done, and that was your appearance on the Baker's Punk Pod. So Tim kept it totally sneaky quiet. Well, Sean Sean kept it quiet. He wanted to keep it quiet, which so, is fair enough. So Sean Sean Rose of the Joel Rosie. and Tim Show fame. Yep, he has started his own little podcast, and it's very good. I thought. The, the, and the the fucking brilliant thing about this is because. No one on podcast you can't play music, right? Or yep. like if you put it on a platform, it'll get taken down. Yeah. Um. So what Sean's done is he's he's doing it solely on Spotify, and essentially he's just making a playlist. Yep. So because anyone can make a playlist on Spotify, and you don't need the rights for the music, <coughs> you can put you can insert any music as long as it's on Spotify. Yeah. So he he records his he records his audio. And he inserts it in between songs and essentially just makes this big. You can you listen to it as one big thing, um, or you can just skip through to so, the audio into the song. So, so is it not a is that not a Spotify product as such? No, there must be some. Yeah, there must I, be some I, I little thing. I thought that it was like a, something that um, Spotify kind of provide where you can do a podcast and then you're promoting people's music, which also suits Spotify. But is it not necessarily that? No, not necessarily. So, no, no. Okay. It's, and so yeah, he yeah, it's a great way to do it. Yeah, it was. It was very good. I. I so yeah, I the the baker it. the baker's punk podcast. I wasn't used to listening to you talk that much. It had been a bit of a, <laughs> spun me in a loop for a bit. Well, that was me on someone's podcast and he's like, wow, asking Tim, me questions. It's like, Rosie, well done letting Tim talk. At least someone does. But um, I know I really enjoyed the little interludes of music and then your stories, which was great. Um, now, I will, I must admit, and, and also I, I fucking laugh because the Swoo Boys, Swazman, Swazman and Trevor Gallmeister put out a, a, the much-awaited uh, latest Fu Man Swoo this week. And we, towards the end of that, their pod, um, now it was great to hear um, uh, uh, Hojo back with the uh, Mouldy Corner. We had a little bit more Mouldy history, which was good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, but towards the end, they were talking about Baker's Punk pod. And what I had to fucking laugh, because when I first saw the podcast... I read it, and jo this is what, the Joel had the same thing. 
I and knowing Rosie, I actually this is knowing Rosie and reading the title, I thought it was the Baker Spunk. And then Jolin's but Jolin said that <laughs> that would have been way better. Yeah, I honestly thought it was. And Jolin had the same Baker vo- Spunk. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought Rosie whacking off cooking up a storm in the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jolin, we, Jolin and I on different sides of the South Island both had the same epiphany at some point where our initial look was Baker Spunk. Well, when he first told me about it, he's like, he goes, look, um, I'm doing a little podcast. It's about fucking fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, sweet. It's about, he's like, oh, it's about vegetables. I'm like, oh. Okay, <laughs> and then then he sort of explained it. He's like, "Oh, I haven't really told anyone yet, but can you come on? Can you come on?" And yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was, yeah, it was fun, and it was good it's because great, great format. Yeah, great good format, format. and sort of format. yeah, it, it's a great way to if you like that sort of music, uh, find some new bands for sure. Because he's always in on it. Yeah, he, he's always searching for new music. Yeah. And yeah. Get in it, mate. The Baker's Punk Podcast on Spotify. Yeah, get on it. Um, so that was good to hear you uh, yabbering away there. <laughs> uh, what else have we got in podcasts? I, have, I mean, I have, still haven't been listening to too many. Um, I, I did. Did you listen to the Tim Dillon show? Who we are going to Tim Dillon in about a month oh, at the Christchurch Town awesome. Hall. Awesome. Uh, actually, with the Swaz Man and uh, Jolza. That'd be good. Good night. Um, with RFK. Yeah, with RFK and Cheryl. Yeah, that was, was fucking funny, good. man. I thought it was good. I yeah. mean, regardless of how I feel about RFK, which is, I don't know. I just, you know, he says some of the right things for me. But also, he is a Kennedy and he is in the milieu, so I don't really know. But Tim but, is an underrated interviewer, I reckon. He's very good. Yeah. Oh, he's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's... Because he can make um, he can make anything ridiculously funny. Yeah, he is. Uh, the word I would say for for what he did to Cheryl, especially, is he's Tim's very disarming. Yep. With his humour, like it's he can say absolutely outrageous shit and get away with. There's an it's an art form in itself being able to say because Cheryl RF, uh, RFK Junior's wife is a you know she's obviously from um, most known for. Uh, uh, off Kubi Enthusiasm with Larry David, but also she's uh, obviously a you know left wing Democrat Hollywood person. So you know they're a little, oh, not a little bit. They're a lot more. Um, they live ke- in opposite worlds. Yeah, almost. they're a lot more <laughs> careful about things they say. And I believe when Tim Dillon was talking about fat people, he was saying something about fat people and how they're disgusting or something. And and she clearly was like ah, but she still couldn't help but laugh. But he gets away with it because he is—he's a—he's fat and gay. Yeah. So you can get away with a lot of your fat and gay. I tell you what, and he always wears ridiculous designer glasses. So between f- being fat, gay, and wearing over-the-top designer glasses, you can get away with a lot on a podcast. So the, I'd, I highly recommend that the Tim Dillon Show, and that's just episode three sixty, Bobby and Cheryl. Um, now we might as well get into the all the comings and goings on here, and then we can wrap it up because we don't really need to do bread and circuses because. We've kind of already we're, we're doing them pre, and it's mostly all was, but um, we might as well get. Can in. We do aliens. We'll get to the alien. I've got one clip. Uh, I actually got two clips, but I don't know if I'll play the second one. I've got one clip from No Agenda, and um, I've been trying to not play No Agenda clips, but this one I just had to because it's easier than me having to find this clip. So uh, this is the first uh, No Agenda clip. It's fucking good. 
The uh, the funniest. I, we don't have to play all of it, but did you see the supercut of the new prime minister of New Zealand, Kipkin? No. So of course we all know Yacinda. Uh, the worst. <laughs> pretty much. And she retired, and didn't she get some cushy gig? And whole, and who went, knows? Who cares? So her health minister was this Jamoke Hipkin. And when she retired, he became the prime minister. Well, Hipkin was the guy who was forcing everybody to get shots. But now he's being interviewed, and he's saying, no, 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 there was, there was no, no, this was your own choice. <laughs> he, he has the gall, and, and it's important to play at least some of this super clip, because it's long. Because this is what all governments, the dummies, are going to do. Is it going to stand there and just lie right in your face? So I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices. There was no there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. The government is planning to require every single teacher at every level and all support staff who work with children to be vaccinated. There was no compulsory vaccination. News Hub can reveal the mandate Chris Hipkins is taking to cabinet on Monday is a mighty big stick. Every education who works with a child will have to be vaccinated. People made their own choices. I can now confirm that we'll be extending this requirement to large parts of our health and education workforces as well. There was no compulsory vaccination. Cabinets agreed that high-risk workers in, health and in the health and disability sector will need to be fully vaccinated by the 1st of December. People made their own choices. This includes general <laughs> practitioners, pharmacists, community health nurses, midwives, paramedics and all healthcare workers and sites where vulnerable patients are treated, including intensive care units. There was no compulsory vaccination. We'll also be including certain non-regulated healthcare workforces, including aged residential care, home and community support services, kaupapa Māori health providers, and non-government organisations that provide health services. People made their own choices. Schools and early learning staff <laughs> and the support people who work with them, who have contact with children and students, vaccinated by the 1st of January 2022. There was no compulsory vaccination. That includes home-based educators, all those who support people in our schools and early learning services, such as teacher aides, administration and maintenance staff, and contractors. People made their own choices. Secondary schools in Kura will also be required to keep a COVID-19 vaccination register of their students. There was no compulsory vaccination. Students that don't produce evidence of vaccination will be considered unvaccinated. People made their yeah, own choices. That's what I'm just going to fast forward to this last bit where it's even funnier. Things you will miss out on. People made their own choices. Uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for. There's no <laughs> compulsory vaccine. That was the same guy. He said, we'll have to go and get him. We'll have to roust him. We'll have to forcefully vaccinate him. It's human behavior, but there's no forced vaccination. Vaccination? Uh, but I, I can't How does this guy get in office? He was, he was anointed. He was anointed in by the party. She quit, and then they just, and overnight he was the guy. That's the end of, that's the, end of the clip. Um, the, the thing is, like, I love the clip, and he's such a fuckwit. He's a, he's they're, they're all fuckwits. Yeah, but he's technically correct. Like, he's not, he's not lying. Well, 
Ah, uh, well. Yeah, if, yeah, if, no, if, I know. If I'm, you want to play, if you want to play, uh, like legal speak games, maybe. Yeah, because it wasn't compulsory. Well, yeah, but no, no, it was. It well, wasn't. no, if you didn't get it, you'd be fired. Yeah, I know. If in but, certain jobs, yeah, in, in in most a massive, yeah, yeah. like we, you and I, you and I couldn't go. I, we couldn't go out to anywhere for quite a period of time. Yep. And, and I didn't actually give a fuck, and I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. In fact, I'm 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 prepared to do it all again. It, it's, it's, it's like, like it's super disingenuous, what? but he is he's he's technically correct. Yeah. It's so gross, though. That's just that's just. Politician speak. They're though, disgusting. They're, yeah. they're just they are the, the scum of the earth. Absolute, all of them. I mean, you know, I just, yeah, I, I suppose I duck and no one really talks to me about politics out in the world much. But, um, yeah, it's nearly like, uh, I mean, Amy's got a workplace at the moment and um, her, the lady she's working for, she spoke about, uh, you know, Jacinda, or as they call her on No Agenda, Yacinda. Yacinda. Uh, and you know she's uh, Amy's employer said she looked a bit more relaxed, and I, and I said to Amy, and Amy said she just didn't engage, and I said, well, that's the best thing to do, especially with the person who pays you for the time being, because you know if it was if if I if I told people what I really thought, I'd say she looks like a fucking she's gaunt, pale-looking vampire. These people are the absolute like they just fucking lie, steal. Fucking everything that's wrong with the world is politicians. I've never met one that I really trust. And if you start talking to people about that, it puts it does put you in a very compromised position. So you know, you know what I mean. Like yeah. when you're around clients and shit. I don't shit, say shit about shit. No, I don't. I don't. This is what I. This is the thing. Now I don't like. Unless someone gives me an opening, and yeah. they're like, "Ah, oh, that stupid vampire bitch," I'm into it. I'm there. all in. I'm all in. But <laughs> yeah. if if I tell people what I really think, it just gets quiet and awkward. So Amy's doing the same, which is obviously that's my thing to do. Um, it was funny. Um, so that was our that's our first uh, like a type of current event type thing. We'll do a bit of a lightning round. Uh, I actually uh, someone this week I was it was brought to my attention by someone. That um, someone I know was getting was texting one of their friends, and then text started coming through from their friend. That was essentially a template of climate voting. A, 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 it's a it's a text template that's going around New Zealand that lib liberal retards are sending out. They'll be text say if you've got a liberal friend, like a green voting friend or a Maori party voting friend or a Labour. They will. They might text you what's happening today, and then you might get a uh, this election vote. F Yo, it's about voting for the climate. And this person said, "Oh, what's up with this?" The, the, this friend of theirs was starting to text them, um, "Make your vote count for the climate this election." And it's kind of like um, this. And then, then another text come through from this person's friend, and it was essentially like rattling off what parties are going to do. Um, stuff for the uh, so-called climate crisis, which was the gay all the gay Marys and the uh, gay Greens and the gay Labour, which is they're all gay Marys and gay white people. Um, they are all going to do a lot for the climate. Shout out to the gays though, but then the the the, the and this text template essentially outlined the 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 parties that won't do shit really, which is obviously according to the text template 
national act and Winnie and the gang, who, none of whom I trust anyway. But um, And the person was like, what should I do? And I was like, well, here's the options. You can either not reply to that, which I would suggest. So um, was that was that just tagged on the end of a, an yeah, actual text? It's a tech, it's a template, and I spoke to a client. That's in, if I, it's, that's insufferable. Like yeah, if someone does yeah, that yeah. to me, the I'd person who delete was receiving <laughs> them has known the person. The person who was receiving the text templates was having a conversation about a party coming up, and they just started just getting little add-ons on the end. They of just it. started getting text text templates about climate voting, and. And I said either I was joking. I can say you can say nothing. Or the funny thing to reply to that we to reply to that text would be Trump twenty twenty four. Now that is the ultimate response. Um, and there was another reply that I said you could do, but if I say what that reply I suggested would be, it would kind of give away who the person was. So I mean, the person who was receiving the text, I won't say. But it was also a funny reply. I thought. But um, yeah, the, the the end result was didn't reply. But I, I actually was working for a client that day later on, and this client's pretty cool. He's seventy, so he's a boomer, and he's a he doesn't like the left. And I explain, I told him about these weird, greeny, lefty text templates that people that this person sent. And this guy, this client of mine, was like, "Oh yeah," he said he'd been getting them from people he knew who were lefties. So it's obviously a, it's a, it's a um. It's a well, they're campaigning, like, and they're a, using yeah. the minions to do it. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, these. The funny thing was, the person that sent this to the person I know, uh, the yeah, they're rich whites who've travelled all around the world. You know, they've lived overseas, travelled all around the world, live in a. I won't say where they live in New Zealand or a very expensive house, which is great, all great stuff. But I wonder why those people. Why do they get tied up with like and, and they're also they're I know here's another red flag, they're 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 formally educated too like but they they're, they're formally educated in all the wrong fucking ways to because those it, higher education clones man, mate they are just they just take everything hook line and sinker man they 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 hand wringing about the climate but I'd say fuck these motherfuckers fly back and forth to Europe frequently like like a lot of people yeah. Go and hand like I don't know. Just, just fucking enjoy your life and shut the fuck up. And I tell you what, vote. Just the the notion of voting to change the weather is so fucking retarded. It's it got its biggest belief. Like I saw this clip. It was an old. It was a someone sent me this clip. Might have been Jen from the Rock. It was an Aussie. It was an Aussie debate show, and there was this older Aussie white dude boomer. He was trying to school up these um, hand-wringing, climate-alarmist, retard, lefty young people on this Aussie <laughs> debate show. And he was t- he was asking them questions like, you know, what percentage of the Earth's atmosphere is carbon dioxide? And no one no one could answer him. And it's hard for me to... It's 0.4, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was, well... No, I, is it 0.2? Well, I thought he said it was 0.03... But it, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Is it that? Is no, it that yeah, little? It was point. It was something like or that. Or is it point four? <clears throat> and they were worried that, that it was no. That's point oh, isn't it? And they were worried that it was going to go up. I'll I'll Google it up. Percentage of carbon dioxide in atmosphere. Here we go. No, he was right. 
So the level of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is 0.04. So he was saying, and no, so none of these fucking greenies knew it, and he said that the, the, level, the, the amount of carbon dioxide in the, in the Earth's atmosphere is 0.04, right? And if it goes down to 0.02, yeah. shit starts dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, well, the, I don't know that, but this is what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like greenhouse, greenhouse effect essentially is great. What I want, which I can't quite afford you, is a greenhouse. It's what I want. It's what we should all want. Because it'll get a little bit warmer. Great. Okay. No one seems to understand that. But then this guy was saying about if... So Australia, because he's... Obviously, it's an Australian show. He was saying how much carbon, whatever, they produce in Australia. So he's saying, so you guys want to shut down all the industry, essentially. It's like what's happening in Germany, Germany, deindustrialization of Europe, every lot of places. He's like, so you guys want to deindustrialize, we want to run all the industries down, stop all this emissions, and we are like point whatever percent of emissions, and that's going into 0.04% of carbon dioxide. It's just like, this is just a massive humongous money-making scam by the people who want to rule the world. They don't really. There's too many fucking groups trying to do it. But there are a lot of people making... Just This is just like war. It's, it's just the, it's, but it's the big new scam. Well, see, you're selling carbon there, credits. There's a, there's a few scams that have that's a worked massive, well. That's a big scam. Military-industrial complex and war and getting politicians under... The, under their control with money and whatever else. There's the war military industrial complex political aspect. There's the big pharma government money making aspect. And now there's the climate change total farce bullshit. Well, it's just another, they're just extracting money out of the middle class and lower class. And it's all going up to them and they're all, they're, they will be laughing at us. While they fly around on their fucking private jets. It's a fucking joke. Uh, no one... Uh, look, I, I think anyone that knows me knows better than to send me that climate template. Because, I, I, honestly, I... I Yeah, I probably... Yeah, it depends who it was. I'd like to think I'd just... Yeah, Trump 2024 all the way. Or I'd just say, hey, I could just say, look... In all fairness, I live in a fucking tiny home. I have chickens... I have livestock, I shit in a bucket, I have solar panels. I essentially, Amy and I are doing more than most people will ever do if you're looking at it from a climate lens, and we're not even doing it for the climate. So if anyone says anything to me, I'll just like, on your bike. Just take a picture of your shit in the I'm bucket. I'm just like, <laughs> I shit in a fucking bucket. I have so we, we are 100% solar and a little bit of petrol in the fucking Honda generator in the winter. Like, we couldn't be, like, what do they want me to do? Strap my roller pole and my paint trays on the side of my bike and bike to work? For fuck's sake, we barely travel. Like, but yeah, no text templates. I mean, I, I welcome joke climate templates if anyone wants to send me a joke one, but make it funny. Uh, so that was the climate template. I thought that was the, fucking ridiculous. The climate uh, hypocrisy template. Oh my God. It's, and it's always the, it's always the, the well-to-do brainy wealthy people that go for the stuff yeah, li life's too easy for them it's just it's like they just want a hand ring just all i would say it's the same fucking people that moan about how hard it is being a parent these they're all they're all the same people they're all privileged uh educated 
and have got to do whatever they want their whole lives and they have kids and then it's like oh and then they all moan about how hard it is having kids same sort of fucking people those people also drive me crazy eh like <laughs> do you know people that like I, I'm around some people who I know they don't complain to me but they complain complain to people I know about the 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 pitfalls of modern parenting and I'm just like I have like there are people there are people who have kids and families that have issues and kids that have issues but I'm talking about just average parenting woes to me it's just like I, in my head I'm just like fuck up <laughs> seriously like like Life's just gotten too comfortable with some people, and it's just like, this is what it's like to have children, right? You don't get to do everything you want anymore. Just shut up, go to work, feed your kids, and pay the mortgage, and you know, you know what I mean? Same sort of fucking people. Usually usually well-traveled, well-educated, rich whites moaning about how hard parenting is, and da-da-da-da-da. Fuck up. Um, <laughs> well, well put, mate. Well, well put. you know. Now, let's get to some fun stuff, Tim. Um... Well, this one wasn't so fun, but I actually only looked at this on the morning that it happened, which I believe was yesterday morning. Was it yesterday morning? No, morning before. It was Wednesday morning, which would have been the 20th of September 2023. Like a nearly a six on the magnitude scale earthquake, 45 k's north of Geraldine near Methven, I believe. Did you see that? I, f- I felt it. I was, Did you I, feel it? I was, no, I was at work. Sorry. I saw it. You saw it, yeah. Because I was at work. And I had a laser level set up. Ah, well, and all of a sudden, it's fucking, fucking, it's going all over the show. And was I it thought, quite long? And I, yeah. And Noodles I thought, long. oh, is a big truck, is a big truck's gone past. Yep. And then uh, an hour later, someone said, oh, there's an earthquake. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. I saw it through a red laser beam. Yep. See, I didn't feel it, but I think mum, mum called me, and then I obviously Googled it, and it was pretty big. Like, it's, it was only 9Ks deep, I believe. Pretty big. I, I haven't looked at anything since. I don't think there, was there any damage? Didn't look. Nah, I don't. Oh, I haven't heard of any damage. But anyway, I that would don't, require me. That would require me going to like a news site or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's another thing I, I just don't happen. do. Nah. Just. So the one thing I did now, I don't want to start bloody worrying people, but I did think to myself, oh, fuck, that's pretty close. That's that's Methven's pretty close. That's in the Alps, nearly right. You would just let's get a little bit close to the yeah. to that fault for me. I don't. I don't look. I'm no geologist or tech, uh, whatever they are. Um, whatever those people are that deal with earthquakes, but uh, yeah, a little bit close to that main, f- the southern, uh, the fault in the Alps for me. Um, well, you need to ring your mate from fucking down Antarctica and see what he's up to. See if he'll turn the bloody uh, turn off the fucking earthquake machine. Yeah, so that was uh, look, I, I made it. I said to Amy, I did a last night. I had a little the other day. I after it happened, I did a little uh, inventory check on the uh, what our stocks are. I said, you know, it wouldn't. Wouldn't uh, we've yeah we've got a bit of food stock. Said uh, probably wouldn't hurt to have another couple of nine. We've got a, we've got a f- several nine kg gas bottles. Wouldn't hurt to maybe fill a couple up, mate. Uh, but yeah, the real issue with that one's going to be the coast, though. Not so much us. Yep. It might inconvenient. It, it'd obviously be if that went, it'd, it'd probably be a decent one. But it's the coast that it would fuck up. Joel's might get stuck over there. Yeah. Well, I mean. Um, not, not the worst place to be stuck, the West Coast. Imagine you know? getting stuck in Cobden. Yeah, hey, look. Uh, Imagine the Grey, Grey Bridge goes down. Oh, yeah. All the bridges. Yeah, true. Bridges down. Um, oh, you know, there'll be uh, Richie McCaw and the helicopters will be flying over. Yeah. 
We are the ear, well, we are the ear lift uh, Jolza out of out of Cobos, and he can come and fucking uh, he can come and stay at the Plywood Palace, or he's more than welcome out in bloody um, he's more than welcome out in Mandeville too. He just have to bring his own pod. Yeah, he needed a pod. We could probably kick one of the boys. Uh, we'll, we'll find a place for him. But, um, oh, I've got the caravan. He can, oh, he can yeah, live in the caravan. Park the caravan. Yeah, because the, yeah. the caravan's out that way, isn't it? Jolza, anyway. when the West Coast shits yeah, itself, we got you. All right, because Tim, Tim knows. He's he's mates with Richie. He's installed a bloody <laughs> unit in his garage. So he'll just get him on the phone be like, what's up, Rich? What's up, Rich? Hey, you're Raz and McKazza. We need Macaza. a fucking extraction team. Yeah, we need an extraction team to uh, Jellyman Park, mate. <laughs> no, that's probably that'll sink into the ocean, eh? Uh, Cobden Cohen all grounds probably, eh? That'll be the that'll be the hot LZ in Cobden. It'll open up and the dump will fucking just spew <laughs> out everywhere. <laughs> Everyone's like, what is all this rubbish? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we built this on Kahuna a dump. board riders riding a wave of rubbish. Hey, <laughs> Cobden Breakwater. Once the Alpine Fault goes, yeah, get down to the Cobden Cohen or uh, League Grounds and we'll get Richie to evac you from the hot LZ down there. And you'll have, like, imagine the... The bun guards and the Gibsons hang off the skids. <laughs> and Jolins, Jolins like crushing their hands. You know, they're, they're hanging on the skids, and Jolins like putting his, he's smashing his foot onto their hands. I'm like, get off, bun guards! Fucking Razamakazas, getting me the fuck out of here. We're flying over to Chicha, where it's not sinking into the ocean. Oh, We've fuck. been here, done that, mate. That'd be a good movie. Yeah, yeah, that no. would be a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we know? Do we know any filmmakers? Maybe, hey, Cozzy, he's already doing Photoshop. Maybe he could be. Maybe he could branch out into live just action. That, just that scene would be That'd great. That would be the ultimate scene. Richie, and we get Richie to actually, Richie, Richie, Richie McCaw as Richie McCaw. And Jolin as Jolin. And Jolin as Jolin. <laughs> Celebrity Jolin Kilkelly. And, oh, we'll get Swaz, Swaz Man will be in the, even though he doesn't like going helicopters, neither do you. No. We'll get Swaz Man can be Richie's co-pilot because he's got to, he's essentially got to navigate Take Razza McGazza. Yeah. We'll but get the, it just, you just but, as soon as you get in the Grey River Valley, you're sweet. And you'll go over the, the stomping on hands, holding onto the skids. That is. I, they were just the they were just time. the two families. That sorry, they'll geez. be zombified. They'll be fucking. They, they were just two here. of the families I thought of in Cobden. So they'll be fully zombified from eating dump food. Yeah, from, from the, the split We've got open to get ground. Joel's out of there. If the Alpine fault, that's our first priority is get Joelzer out. Okay, he's a national treasure. He is. Um, so there was that earthquake the other day. Now let's get into the fun stuff. Uh, Tim. I'll let you give first uh, take on this. What did you think of the Mexican? What did you think of the Mexican crusty alien? <laughs> <laughs> well, did, I, did you look at it? No. I, did you, you've I, seen the photo though. I saw the you've photo. You've seen the memes, eh? I saw the photo. I saw the. I saw a video of this fucking retard oh with his paper mache aliens, um, <laughs> bringing them up in front of. I don't know who he's fucking showing it was them like to. Mexican Congress, mate. Oh my it, god. It was, they they must have been. They must have been covering something big up there. They must have been a big ass distraction. I don't know what was happening, and they must have been embezzling billions of dollars that day because they were certainly trying to distract uh, distract people from something. I thought this is a, this is uh, like I thought it was a comedy skit. The, the torso looked like it at something that I would have made at um, like art class in form one. Like it looked like it, 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 it had ribs, like these weird ribs, but the head looked like ET. But I, that I was, just I laughed so hard was, and even, I haven't looked at it look, again. I love a UFO. I love an alien. But I, I said to the kids the other night when we went out for dinner, I was uh, we were laughing about the crusty Mexican alien. I said like, back in the nineties, there was. A, do you remember that actually fairly well done alien autopsy video? Most people mm, saw that back in the day. I might have. I might have seen it. I don't really remember. Yeah, there it. was quite an elaborate. Um, 
if you, yeah, it's easy to find online. It was a, it was one of the more well done alien autopsy videos made in the nineties, and it was it was passed off as sort of like a Roswell era. It was done in black and white. It had like a surgeon or so, well, someone pretending to be a surgeon and surgeon garb dissecting this alien on a table, and it was like the big grey with the big eyes, and it looked it was for its time in the nineties. And it, you know, pretending to be from like the late forties, was pretty fucking good. Like when I was a kid, it would have been on like unexplained mysteries, and it had the scary music. And I watched it when I was a kid. I was like, "Fuck!" But turns out it was a it was a hoax, right? But that was like a pretty elaborate hoax. I looked at that fucking Mexican one. Bear in mind, this is twenty twenty three now. Like the elaborate hoax they did in the nineties, it actually looks pretty good. This that was that was some that was some it's some bullshit. Well, uh, imagine it. The, the craziest thing is if it was legit. And we're, this is <laughs> and we're the, just laughing we're at all, it. And even I'm laughing. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, there were the, the memes were great. There was one of Biden, like a stone-faced Biden on the body. Yeah, it's, I saw a bunch of those were, things, I yeah. just I couldn't help but to post those from other people. Uh, there was, uh, uh, who's that American politician from California? Not Is it Feinstein or? Oh, the one who's glitching. Yeah, the one who's glitching. They had one of her head. M- McConnell. No, it was not no. him, but it might be. It was. It was. It was the. Not. It was. There's another woman from California that's some in the political milieu in America. Not. Um, not, not Nancy. Not Nancy. Is it Feinstein? She's oh, Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. She's fucking old. Super and, old. And she's she's, gl- she's glitching too. She's glitching too. Yeah, Diane. Sorry. Yeah, she's a U.S. senator. Yeah, she's ninety. They had a crustified head of hers on it. It's really good. Great memes. Um, now, Tim, this, this is great. This is a legitimate news story, and also I get to weave this in. Did you look at all into the the weird missing? Although they claim they've found it now, but it was missing for a couple of days under strange circumstances. The F thirty five Joint Strike Fighter that went missing. Did you see it? No. Uh, someone mentioned Did you hear it to about me. it. That's so weird. So man. what happened? Did a guy eject? So apparent. So what I heard. So I, I once again I haven't looked at much, but I did watch a couple of videos on YouTube. I uh, watched uh, Redacted, which is more you know you, you it's not mainstream. So they have some wackier theories what might have happened. And then I watched this. This it's like a U.S. military channel called Sandbox News, who's it's rah rah patriotic. So they have the more um, matter-of-fact news about it. And that's where I learned that initially the media were reporting that the... This is where it gets a little bit in the weeds, but I know you love it. They were reporting that this plane was $80 million. And the American Patriot Air Force dude who does Sandbox News come on and said, actually, it's worse than that. This is a F-35B variant, which is the jump jet. So that has the fan... The nozzle that turns down and faces down into the middle of the, behind the cockpit, it has this big lift fan. So he said, actually, it's an F-35B, which is a marine variant that can take off and land vertically. That's more like a $140 million plane. So they couldn't find it. And what I learned from Sandbox News was sometimes when they're flying over continental America or anywhere they want to be seen, they put these tiny little nodes on the plane, on the F-35, so it makes it not stealthy. They're just these little clip-ons, and they just give it, they just... Just like a little Apple AirTag. Yeah, well, people, on Redacted, they made the case that why... But bear in mind, lest we forget fucking, uh, was it MH70? 
Remember that one just... There was an entire Boeing 777 went missing. Just with, disappeared? Just disappeared. That is, like, for all the surveillance and satellites and the, the Big Brother and all the shit... Well, this, yeah, because I thought of that as well. I think it's so weird that these things it, go missing. Yeah, cause, like think of think of all the military technology yeah. and what they can fucking actually do. Yep. and they can't find that plane. No, I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling so, someone knows where the knows where it before was. Before I come here tonight, I looked at if it had been found, and on the MSM they're reporting it as found. But all, I looked at it, and the crash area looks like it's like it's like the crash area at Shanksville at 9/11. <laughs> it doesn't look legit. A pile of rubbish from the coffee so, dump. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. Uh, post quake. So post- what are they saying actually happened? So what I what I what you like they're being obviously the US Air Force being super cagey. The dude ejected, and apparently when he ejected, the plane was it was on autopilot. And and p- pilots that I was listening to was like that is weird to eject on auto during autopilot. So then I saw before I come here tonight, I hadn't looked at it for a day or two that he ejected due to air quotes bad weather, which is outrageous. Can that plane land on autopilot? Well, this is where the wacky theories come in. So I reckon it's a scam, and someone that that plane's in Africa somewhere. Someone's Do you got think? It. Well, this is this is on redacted. So some of the theories were. Um, and I'm not saying this is what I think, but imagine if someone hacked it. Like these, this is this is vaunted by Lockheed Martin's own, um, you know, uh, advertising that it's it's the most connected aircraft ever. Like it, it, it's a node for an entire battlefield. Like it can transmit between battleships, people on the ground, satellites. It's like a node. Imagine if. Uh, Imagine if some shadowy group or just some US shadowy group or someone hacked it and just imagine if they could take the plane over. They're like, see you, mate. They eject, they just override the, they just get into the planes in a, because this is the issue, right? This is the issue with if you buy a flash new car versus a shit heap old Corolla. Anyone, you can learn how to fix your shitty old Corolla, but as and soon I'm not driving 100 miles an hour into a tree. No, yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now this is the issue with these planes, the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter. Although it is a massive boondoggle and maybe one of the, at least on the books, one of the most expensive and cost overrun ridden military programs in history. To the point where yeah, they're saying it's like 1.5. It just keeps going up. They're saying the whole program will eventually be 1.5 trillion dollars. So. That is just an outrageous sum of money uh, for anything, considering, by all accounts, America's infrastructure is um, breaking down. The fucking uh, Maui's fucking burnt a a crisp, you know, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. But um, imagine, yeah, that's one of the theories is it got hacked. I don't know. The US Air Force are reporting it as they've found the crash site. I don't know. The, the wacky, Is the pilot alive? Hell yeah, he ejected and ended up in, ended up in someone's backyard apparently. So he was in hospital. I haven't heard anything from him, and I know I should have done a bit more of a deep dive, but I've just watched one video from Norby Land and one video from Conspiracy Land, and then Amy sent me one post from my Maria seven seven seven, who is she's that whack job lawyer who gets a little bit carried away on the conspiracies for my mind. Like you know, it's you go onto her Instagram. Uh, I struggle to listen to her on a podcast because she just rabbits on too much and doesn't talk about the actual conspiracies enough. She talks about her personal life too much. But <laughs> no, she's serious. You'd have to listen to it. I, I Seriously, it's... When people have a conspiracy podcast, that's... You, you listen to it for the conspiracies, 
but they talk about their dating life and what gigs I've been to. I'm kind of like, just get to the good stuff. Like, we aren't that. We're like... Everything. We're everything. So you're here for the lot. So anyway. Suck it. So she, had, she posted uh, uh, someone... And these are just Reddit. These are Reddit posts that people screenshotted. So they've got nearly zero credibility. But this person on Reddit claimed that they were in a military briefing after the plane crash and that the plane had been brought down by U.S. militia in South Carolina with small arms fire. So I went into the comments, which is about all you can do, and there were a whole heap of U.S. military people that are... On this conspiracy Instagram page, my Maria seven seven seven, and they were like, "Nah, that plane, you aren't shooting that plane down with small arms fire. It's just not happening." Okay, so they put that one to bed that it was taken down by a U.S. militia. I, I get it. You wouldn't maybe think that the Reddit post was the most accurate information, but yeah. I can guarantee you what's in the oh. news. Oh, mate, yeah, that's is- what I mean. 100% horseshit. 100%. They're, they're, this is the whole issue with the where we are in the downfall of the apocalypse or whatever we're in. The downfall of Western society, the Kali Yuga. There's <laughs> just, all we can do is just, I can just, now what I, I just peripherally view the shit, laugh, and carry on in my garden, which I actually made huge headway today, Tim, but maybe we'll talk about that later. I finished off my second massive garden bed, all still on the Mexican ATV pallet. But I'm out of timber. So. Is that what they had the alien in as well? Yeah. A Mexican pallet. Well, that's that what Mexican, it looks like. It looks like a Mexican pallet with pe- pixie glass that, that over it. That Mexican wood that I got off that pallet is weird, man. It's 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 weird wood. It's I don't know if it's going to last as a planter box, but we'll soon see. But yeah, that's how I uh, just ignore um, th- what's going on, really. i tell you who isn't ignoring what's going on at the moment. Russell Brand. Have you been looking at that? Um, I own not really. I oh, heard what I heard. What's going on? I mean, he's getting. It's I, an operation. Oh, mate! It's a, as John C. Dvorak would say, it's an op. So I, before I come here, I hadn't really looked. All I saw the other day, I don't really watch a lot of Russell anymore. It's all neither. It's a. It's a. I've got the message. I don't watch yep. any of that content really. No, neither do I. From so any, any like nah. I know, I know. We're getting fucked. Yep. And yep. I, don't, I just don't, I don't want to, ne- I, don't, yeah. I don't need people to tell me we're like, getting fucked. Like, newly minted red pill, great for them, but yep. when you, we sound like wankers, but when you've been in the game as long as <laughs> I have, it's old hat, right? Yeah. I would much rather watch a horse being reshooed than that. And there's some good comedy lately as well. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, so I've been watching a bit of that. I, I watch. Uh, I've been watching a lot of gardening videos of late because it's getting into that season where you know slugs are an issue, uh, and just anyway planting plants. Anyway, back to Russell. So before I come here, I thought I'd better do a quick Russ blitz. So when it happened, I saw the video that he posted to get ahead of it, which there's no chance because he's caught up in a massive op where he he. 100% denied all the charges, all his sexual encounters were consensual, and I would tend to go with Russell, because, you know, I mean, he's he's openly, he's owned all that shit from the start, right? He's owned everything. I was a drug addict, a sex addict, I've done it, and I'm now I'm not. And, yep. and that's great, right? But um, when, it's like, this has happened to multiple guys in the last decade. When the fucking documentary comes out, the same time as the allegations, and they a lot of them seem to be actors, actresses, actors, whatever. Um, 
But, like, there are people that are, like, for example, uh, Gordo from uh, Those Conspiracy Guys, he can't stand Russell Brand. So I get kind of get the feeling he's enjoying it, which I thought was a bit weird because I really like Gordo, but I'm certainly not enjoying it because I, I, I went through a period years ago where I stumbled across some information about Russell Brand that I thought was questionable, but none of this shit. It was that he was tied up with the Fabian Socialists in the in the... This is when he was a lefty, and the, and the Fabian Socialists, uh, from my studies at the time, were essentially their emblem is literally a wolf in sheep's clothing. So you can look into them. I thought Russell was tied up with them, and I thought he might have been a bit of a shill back in the day. This was way before thinking Russell Brand and Alex Jones and that were controlled opposition. This was early bells of that. So what? What I see is, say, back to Maria777 and the real whack job conspiracy theorists, you go into her threads and the comments are um, 50% that uh, Russell Brand is a controlled opposition, right? And then you go, I don't even look at the mainstream media because the mainstream media is making out like he's essentially a rapist. So I just sit on the edges and think, yeah, look, he's... I, I, I don't think this is some... What what would the elaborate plan be to... Russell Brand's in on it, they set him up as this martyr, and they use him to bring down, like, uh, you know, they use him to censor social media, because they're asking all the social media companies, and most of them, apart from Rumble, which he's on, are going along with it. So the YouTube... You'll they, see YouTube... Have- yeah, no, they've no, cut him based on an allegation. Yeah, they've cut exactly on an allegation. Not, nothing so, he's put on his on his channel. Me personally, I I don't think he is a uh, I don't think he's a controlled opposition shell. That's just even if those th- even if there will be though that there, there's no doubt that there are people who are controlled by who we would describe as you know nefarious nefarious entities in the world and they manipulate human and public opinion and whatnot is russell brand one of those i don't know i i don't think so there's so much manipulation just out in the open it seems like why would they need a guy like that so i watched the paul joseph watson who another guy who i barely ever watch anymore because i know it all there's lots of immigrants the politicians are corrupt the ukrainian war is a farce uh, it's a money laundering scheme, and but yeah, anyway, it's, it's all a money laundering scheme. Yeah, that's all that they. Uh, that's all that anything is. It's like we all work, and the elite, so-called elite, are just money laundering. So I mean, I suppose I've seen some conspiracy whack jobs sort of jump on brand and call him a shell or say he serves him right. He should have known this is coming. But I kind of am going to stay on the fringes and think, ah, poor old Russ is being royally fucked. But I do get the people that say, I think Gordo from the, those conspiracy guys, I think he doesn't like Russell Brand as a person. He just thinks he's just annoying to him. But Gordo has made the point that how can, how come he has got such a big YouTube uh, following with well, he his... he sounds like a bit of a hater. I th- that, Tim, I I agree. I think... I love Gordo, and I love those conspiracy guys, and I think he does. But I think he might be. We all fall prey to it. Yeah, Russell's rise to fame with his uh, followers yep. is maybe upsetting Gordo. Like, I think it might. I, I, I tend to agree. I'm not going to – I'll agree with you on this one. For, for all of Gordo's great content, and I agree with him on a lot of things, I think maybe there's a little bit of Russell Brand hating going on there. And that's – 
but the point he he has made, Gordo, in the past is how... And, and I, I do often wonder that. Like, Russell Brand has a massive following on YouTube, and he is literally calling out Big Pharma every day in the military-industrial complex. And it, it, is, it is interesting how anyone else that was doing that was way gone years ago. And that, but, you know, so... But, but yeah. he, was, he wasn't doing that right at the start of COVID. No. Wasn't he? No. Okay. No, no. He, he, was, he was later than some of those guys who were getting kicked off platforms. Okay. Okay. He has managed to stay on there a long time. Yes. Yep. And I, but I don't think there's too much more. I think, yeah. I mean, we, you see that. You see the fucking, uh, the, the, the list of people that have been culled. It's, it's, it, it's hard to gauge it. Like, it's hard to gauge because I just don't want to, I, I can't go back into normie land and think like a normie. It's just, it's like, you know, it's like, it's, I know this is terrible and it sounds cheesy, but it is like, I know this is terrible. I'm just gonna have to say it like this, but it's it is like the Matrix and eating the pills. Like once you they're like what but Neo, once you take it, it's yeah, there's no going back. And that's the thing. I couldn't really go back into Normie Land and view it from through their lens, because their lens is you were told what to think by the corporate media and all of a sudden Russell Brand is the current thing and he is a bad bad man. And you and and you must just we he must be disposed of. That is just like you said at the start. That is just clearly an op. But I can't get my head around how the majority of people don't see it's an op. That's what I can never come. That's what I can never you know, like that. Well, they never will. That's what scares me, Tim. That yeah. is what scares me. That, that, and that's why you live out on a fucking in the paddock somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Like <laughs> there is a reason I live out in the middle of the countryside with limited. Like yeah, if someone really wanted to find me, they could. But it's I'm a little bit harder to find than than, than a lot of people, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> and and uh, I I just I would not want to be in in Russell's position at the moment. Um, even if you know you could, you you know even if you wife believes you you've got your kids you've got your friends they're all on your side his current way of doing things is for the short term kaputskis yep and he'll but rumble uh, according to paul joseph watson before i come in rumble uh, have told the british government at the behest of some fucking basically orwellian censorship group who have instructed all the social media companies to dispose of Russell Brand altogether, but like you say, on an accusation, you know, guilty before any sort of trial of anything, trial by media essentially. Rumble, basically, in not so many words, told the governing body to go fuck themselves, which uh, he, he uh, Paul Joseph Watson read the statement on this. It was pretty good. It was basically a polite way of saying, get fucked, which was good. So hopefully, I don't know. So, who, uh, yeah, I don't know who runs Rumble. I don't know if they're legit, but but the next fight companion's going to be Rogan, Russell Brand, Alex Jones, and Donald Trump. Oh mate, that would all time best. Um, oh, and Eddie, Eddie's got to come in. Yeah, you got to have Eddie. <laughs> so we've done that. We've done Russ. We've done the F thirty five missing. <laughs> we've done the weird little alien thing. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Oh, now um, you've got ten minutes. Oh, sweet. Well, we'll wrap that up. There was one, like, this is the clip I wasn't really going to play, but people can look into this on their own time instead of me playing a massive amount of the clip. 
this was a this was something I learned about on No Agenda, and it's a Nobel Prize winner called his name is John Clauser, and. Did you hear this this clip no. a couple of weeks ago? No, I don't. So oh, he, I might have. I'd, man, sometimes I sometimes if I'm busy at work, I, I might just zone out for yeah, a bit. You, and I know, you can, you can. So he's won a Nobel Peace Prize. I believe he's like a theoretical, um, what are they called? You know those real smart dudes? Theoretical something. Physicist? I think he's a physicist. physicist. Like the real smart guys. Like the guys that are so smart that we're, we're just like, we are like a subspecies, nearly. Yeah, but... Like, yeah, for... for I know that they, he could be retarded in some other way that I'm yeah. not. Yeah. So like, I he, could... He couldn't cook 200 grams of mints in a, no, pa- in a pan. In a pan and keep it <laughs> and in a patty. And stomach it. And keep it in a patty when it actually wasn't a patty. <laughs> that 200 grams of mints had no... That's an art, mate. It had no. I, it should technically it should just fact, break up. In fact, mate, it had no I, binder. I, I manifested it. Like that just goes to show, if you think it's mince to be cooked like broken up, it is. But if you think it's a mince patty, it's a mince patty, and it stayed in a patty. I, That's the secret. You yeah, manifested a patty. I manifested it into a patty when it had no business being a patty. <laughs> so anyway, what's interesting is, um, so yeah, John Clauser. I've got a clip off YouTube here, and so, I'll pause it, so he won the Nobel Peace Prize in the last few years, I believe, and his theory, like he's called climate, he says climate change is total bunk, he's like, it's total bullshit, and the reason he gives for it, which is interesting, is, and he says you can, you, he's been to talk to a lot of people about this, about their so-called, and any time you hear this, you know it's bullshit, whether it's COVID, climate change, and that is computer models. <laughs> Total bunk. Yeah. And he said in their computer models, what they did not allow for and he, across the board is clouds. He said it's been going on for years. They do not factor in the cloud cover of planet Earth into their bullshit climate models. So we'll play a little bit of this clip. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Don't worry. Barack Obama's uh, science advisor recently published a very important seminal book called Unsettled. He was on Rogan. What climate science tells us what it doesn't and why it matters. It's a very important book. And his basic message is that the, the IPCC has 40 different computer models all of which are making predictions, and all of which are being quoted by the press as predicting a a climate crisis apocalypse. The problem is they all are total disagreement, violent disagreement with each other in their predictions, and not one of them is capable of predicting uh, retroactively predict uh, explaining the history of the Earth's uh, climate for the last hundred years. He finds this very distressing, and he then uh, correspondingly uh, says, or believes that there is some important, uh, there's an important piece of physics uh, that is uh, missing in virtually all of these computer models. So what I'm adding to the mix here is I believe I have the 
missing piece of the puzzle, if you will, that has been left out in virtually all of these computer programs, and that is the effect of clouds. The 2003 National Academy report uh, totally uh, admitted that they didn't understand it, and they made a whole series of mistake, uh, mistaken statements. Uh, regarding the effects of clouds. If you look at Al Gore's movie, he insists on talking about a cloud-free Earth. And the only way he can do this, he generates one with a mosaic of photos, uh, each one taken on a cloudless day for cover, covering the whole Earth. That's a totally artificial Earth. And is it a totally artificial case for using a model? And this is pretty much what the IPCC... Pause there. There you go. He talks like a theoretical physicist. They just have that, you know. Yeah, it's they, a little bit awkward. It's awkward, but that's what that, we need. Those awkward weirdos. But uh, yeah. Anyway, if you wanted to watch the whole clip, uh, it's Nobel laureate John Clauser, climate models miss key variable. So look, who are you gonna oh, like? This is the thing. Do you believe these Nimrods in Parliament and Greta Thunberg? Or am I going to go with a fucking Nobel laureate? Like, I know there'll be Nobel laureates that probably say climate change is real. But imagine, it's, it's not outside the realm of possibilities that you look at the COVID debacle, you look at all the debacles, and you, you think, we think that there are these people that develop these models that all... They're, going, they're, they're predicting, they're essentially always predicting the end of the world, and we need more, oh, what we need is more of your money, and what this dude's saying is, well, you haven't allowed for cloud cover, which is... Which we currently have Yeah, a lot, in yeah, especially in Christchurch, so that was that, um, yeah, I, I suppose I'm, I'm always on a, peripherally on a bit of a, I, I just, I, I find it to be, it's one of the most retarded, it's, it's, it's quickly becoming the the most retarded thing ever. Like, I remember toing and froing about climate change, listening to, like, to James Corbett and Alex Jones and lots of guys back in the mid to late 2000s and thinking, wow, imagine, they're saying it's all a load of bullshit. And, it wasn't and, It wasn't ramped up like it, it is now, It wasn't ramped though. up. Yeah. But then, they're, they're, like, you listen to Noah Jenner and they talk about, like, the climate gate things back in, when was that, like, 2013 or 11, 2011? But that now I'm just full, like, it's a almighty, it's just a scam. It's just a total scam. And um, I think I've talked about this before, and I got rid of the book. But it's a, it's a fictional novel, and I don't know if, I think I've talked about it, but I don't know if you've read it, but it's worth reading. And I believe the author's dead now. His name's, I think it was Michael Crichton. I'll pull it up quickly. I may have talked about this before, but I'd recommend it, eh? It's pretty good. It's called State of Fear. I think it was recommended. Maybe I heard about it on James Corbett's podcast back in the day. But um, I feel like I've talked about it in the past. But I'll read you the quick synopsis. Uh, so I believe Michael Crichton's dead. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything. State of Fear is a 2004 techno-thriller novel by Michael Crichton. His 14th under his own name and 24th overall. In which eco-terrorists plan mass murder to publicize the danger of global warming and it's it's real it's an intense book and it basically there are these yeah there's these eco-terrorists that uh, create massive ecological disasters to push forth their agenda 
Kind of like all those people they caught lighting fires in Greece and all around the world in the summer. In the hottest summer ever and everything was on fire. We're boiling. Yeah. We're boiling. We're the global boiling. And then you got, obviously we could get into the, uh, not that I, you know, hey, look, I'm open. But, you know, then you hear about the old uh, Maui directed energy weapons. Maui Owie. The Maui Owie. But I don't know about that. But uh, definitely. Nah, I was, don't think it didn't look like that. No. There was a lot. I've, I've actually listened to some podcasts with some. People talking about the uh, U.S. Air Force and their directed energy weapons. And in fact, on 9-11, I went back, I believe, I can't remember who posted it, but I went into this, found this, uh, well, it's fairly old now, it's maybe 2011. Uh, Have you ever looked at anything by Dr. Judy Woods? She's the lady that does the presentation about directed energy weapons on 9-11. Fuck, man, it is. It's a two and a half hour thing on YouTube. I listen to it at work, man. It is pretty crazy when she runs through all the shit. Like, she shows you, because we've just been inundated. It's like the there's uh, Independence Day in America, where your Instagram is full of yank bullshit. And then there's obviously 9-11, which was a couple of weeks ago. And it's just like, man, the feed is just full of it, whether it's patriots or whack jobs. But I hadn't really watched a lot of that for a long time. Like... I only recently showed Eva it, and like kids these days have no idea. Like they don't even know. No, no one even knows it happened. Yeah. But to us and anyone alive at the time, that was the biggest thing. It was the big. Ma- yeah. Hey, it's all cha- it's all went to shit after that, right? We yep. can all agree on that. Yep. Whether whether whatever you believe, whether you believe the 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 uh, the, the 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 government's narrative or any uh, manner of whack job theories, but watching this Dr. Judy Woods, I don't know what she's a doctor in, like you know, but she's. She, her, her whole thing for years has been DEWs. And looking at some of those videos, man, like, I'm no engineer, but a lot of engineers have come out. That building just... It, it they, actually, they vibrated it down, mate. Mate, that Hashtag building... That building Tower 7. Into, yeah, man. Like, the, the, she played all these testimonies from firefighters. There were firefighters and I don't know if it was Tower 1 or Tower 2. They were stuck on, like level uh, on the fourth floor and they said the thing come down and in their heads there were multiple testimonies from multiple firefighters and they said when it come down they it went into like it was the same thing everyone says this happened in the cross earthquakes if you're in a real shit spot lots of any tragedy or any hairy situation super hairy time slowed down and if it's real bad your life flash you're like okay this is it i'm done and they said they felt this immense calm for a sec- for a couple of seconds, and it was just coming down. And then what happened? And it, multiple multiple firefighters, same testimony. Then you know what they saw? A beam of sunlight. And they said it was just sunlight. Those cunts fucking got they pulled got through the rubble and they got out. And like she's making the cases like, the, I believe both towers are one point two million tons of material and it seemed like most of it and then there's the whole thing i mean i i, I read the david ike alice in wonderland 911 book back in like oh two oh three man i was fucking i knew you were I, was, in. I was encyclopedic on 911 conspiracy theories back in the day but there is no doubt that I believe the company is Wackenhut. It's a U.S. military. It's a U.S. government. One of those. It's like um, you know, there's Bechtel. There's uh, P. Uh, there's there's a few of these big companies. Uh, 
they go, they'll go to war zones and they go around and they clean things up for the US government. But this particular company's whack and hut and they, and the, apparently the mob were involved, they got that fucking debris out of that, that site quick smart. Well, we've got a bit down here in Christchurch. Well, yeah, they got a bit there. But um, look, I'm not saying I buy Dr. Judy Woods. And also another thing, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, Tim, I'd say look at the toasted cars. Just go Dr. Judy Woods toasted cars. And you'll see some shit that you'll be just does not make any sense. But anyway, right, we know that though. we, we got to wrap it. Yep, but uh, those buildings just they they turn to dust, Tim. Basically, that's my final word: dust. And if you haven't really inspected it, go forth and inspect. Dust, dust vidanya. Dust vidanya. Yeah, dust vidanya. Lest we forget. <laughs> <laughs>